Hello, everybody, and welcome to Spontanea Talks, the podcast where we talk spontaneously. My name is Jared, and I'm Chance, but you can call me Cuddles. For those of you who are new, this is how the show works. Each week, we will spin a wheel of random topics. Once one topic has been selected, Cuddles and I will engage in conversation about it. That being said, there is nothing wrong with straying away from the topic, so it is always a surprise where the discussion will end up. Without further ado, let's spin the wheel. Let's do it. Alright, VR names now we have... Trees! <laughs> okay, yes. we can talk about trees. I think trees are extremely special. And what... <laughs> don't, don't, don't laugh, don't laugh. <laughs> because they're so... For us growing up in Montana, trees are everywhere. Mm-hmm. They're in our backyards, they're at our school playgrounds. You, you walk anywhere and there's trees, even downtown. That's true. And something that surprises me a lot mm-hmm. when I think about it is how some people have that lack of trees in their life. Like, if you live, like, downtown New York, like, sure, there's going to be, right. like, parks yeah. or, like, an occasional, like, tree on a street corner, but you're never going to experience, like, like, a forest. surrounded by trees. Yeah, unless you, like, travel specifically for it. Yeah. And I think that's a really important thing. I don't know. I love going to the forest. I trees especially like during the fall man i i've always wanted to go to like vermont like you know the northeastern states mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and see what fall is like there because fall is really pretty here in montana but it doesn't last very long because yeah. usually snows in like october <laughs> and then all the and leaves, all the leaves are gone <laughs> yeah um i always think of yeah. the the veggie tale song the pirates who don't do anything <laughs> it's like and we've never been to boston in the fall you know you know what i'm talking about i, I do I, I haven't like heard that in a while but yes <laughs> you're welcome now, Thank now you for you're refreshing my memory you're, you're very welcome <laughs> Um, but yeah, trees and just nature in general, I feel like, mm-hmm. are such an important staple in like the the human psyche. Like, mm-hmm. you learn so much and are able to grow and experience so much as an individual by being exposed to nature. And that's something right. that, as a society, I feel like we're straying away from. Yeah, I think they're also really symbolic too. Like, I feel like a lot of people have tattoos of trees or. Like, there's a lot of necklaces and, like, earrings that I see that have mm-hmm. trees on them. And that might just because, like, they look cool. I mean, I think trees look pretty awesome. But, um, like, especially, like, with roots, you know, and then, like, growing. And it's just, like, yeah, they can be symbolic in a lot of ways. I think it's really cool that aspen tree is, like, considered the biggest yeah. like, organism, or mm-hmm. at least on land, because its root system is huge. And it, like, just... Yes. <laughs> yeah. <massive>. Yes. <laughs> um, no, yeah. but that that is pretty. It's mind blowing to think that you have something like a, a blue whale, because I'm pretty yeah. sure the aspen tree is the largest organism, like period. Yeah, like um, overall. And so you you take something, or you see like a skeleton, or like a blow up model of a blue whale, like in a museum or a little science fair or whatever right. it is, and it's like, I can't believe this thing's alive. This is unbelievable. It's yeah. ginormous, and that's not even near the size of an aspen tree I know, system. right? They, they should have those in museums. I mean, maybe they do in some, but that would be cool to see visually. Yeah. No, trees are, are pretty important. I mean, I used to climb trees all the time when I was little, at least. Like, they were a big part of my childhood. And I remember I was very sad when I moved into the house that I'm living in with my mom now because it's a townhouse complex and we're not supposed to like climb the trees for whatever reason just That's because lame. I know it's like townhouse like <laughs> oh yeah you're gonna wreck them I mean I don't really unless it's a very small tree I don't, don't really know how 
you could really destroy a tree but yeah it was awesome i used to climb this super tall i think it was just a pine tree and you could see the whole city since i live on top mm -hmm. of you know the hill it was fantastic so trees were definitely very important to me yeah I, same with me actually uh trees and just like <laughs> it was really funny my mom pulled up an old christmas card today yeah um that my grandma had sent her a picture of from 2005 <laughs> and it was incredible because my mom had done it wasn't like a stereotypical like oh here's a picture of our family happy happy christmas merry new year because <laughs> that, that in that order of course right. um she had done like a multiple choice thing i was like this is the the rosenquist 2005 and it was uh, Kelly's favorite thing this year is, and it's like A B C D. Right. And one of the things cool. was uh, Jared's. Oh, what was it? It was like Jared's favorite hobby of 2005 was, and one of the options was climbing. Climbing. And yeah. and it was that, and it was. I mean, climbing trees, climbing my swing set. I was always <laughs> huge into just getting on top of anything. But apparently, yeah. that was also the year that I discovered a rock climbing wall. Oh, actually? Yeah, and I had loved oh, to so climb cool. the rock climbing wall. That's funny. And for those of you who know me now, like, rock climbing is a pretty big part of my life. He is a pro. And I'm far <laughs> from a pro. But I just found it so interesting. I'd never known that it had gone that far back yeah, in my past. Cool. That's really cool to see how that changed. Because, yeah, obviously, like you said, you're really into it now. Wow. That is very interesting. Yeah. I think... And like trees also, I was just thinking about this, like there are, they can also like provide a lot of privacy, like, like you're saying in New York or like bigger cities, like that would just be, I mean, I guess like living there is entirely different anyways, cause it's a lot more like apartments and houses that are like together, like in the same building rather than like having a separate house, like a suburban neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I mean, there probably are, you know, there's suburban neighborhoods in New York, but yeah, not in the city. Anyways, I just think they can like also provide a lot of privacy and yep. shade is nice like if you're in the <laughs> desert and there's no trees it's kind of awful toasty toasty <laughs> indeed but both, both like visual privacy and auditory privacy as well like it's there's true. a ton of of like uh what's is it considered civil engineering i think it's considered civil engineering where it's like placing trees around houses or like certain places in cities like along mm -hmm. the interstate to where the trees themselves will actually absorb some of the sound from the traffic or from your neighbors mm -hmm. to where not That's only right. is it blocking blocking the view to where you don't have to see the eyesores right. but then also the area where you're surrounded is quieter and I think that's something that a lot of people look over when they think of trees or like see trees in an area it's like oh that's a neat tree <laughs> like there's nature in our city whatever it is but there's right. actual like engineering purposes for those trees being there yeah i want to go back to what you said about about the roots because it's <laughs> yes. and that's something you were talking about symbolism and then you brought up roots and it's fascinating to me how much we've seen like an influx of of root type things in like modern fashion at least in montana there's so much stuff that's like go back to your roots like our roots are in montana and it'll have like the state of montana with like the roots yeah, coming that's down true. oh yeah um yeah. but even going further than that yeah like tying our ancestors mm -hmm. to nature like even two generations ago you think about what our families and our ancestors our roots had to do <laughs> in order to like survive day to day that's true. It was much more involved in their in their surroundings 
right. than it is with us today, where we can, once again, going back to like the city example, you can hide in your little apartments and you can walk downstairs to the cafe in your lobby and right. then and then go up a couple floors to the laundry area and it's like you you literally have zero reliance on the environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy how much our way of life has changed. Like it definitely turned into like survival to more of just like leisure Mm -hmm. i mean like obviously you have to eat and you have to drink and you have to sleep and have shelter do all these things to keep you alive but we're we're so used to doing all those things in such a a leisurely fashion we don't really i mean it's not thought of as survival because it's not hard to go get food and get water unless you're like in a really i shouldn't say that because some people are in really difficult situations obviously like in different countries we're pretty fortunate here in america and, and even so like People are homeless and stuff and definitely have to survive. But for the majority of the population, I guess, I don't know, for some of the population, <laughs> I'll say it's it's more of a leisure thing, like something we don't really have to think about. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's not like, when am I going to eat next? It's like, where am I going to go eat next? It's yeah. Really weird. Yeah. It's not a matter of, am I going to be hungry? It's, do I want McDonald's or Taco Bell? <laughs> yeah, which is crazy. And it kind of is definitely really unfortunate that it's not like that for everybody Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because it definitely should be i and we mentioned this i don't remember if it was last episode of the episode before but just like Mm -hmm. paying more attention to your surroundings and just like being more aware of what's going on and i think that can be applied to this situation as well where Mm -hmm. it's it's like if even with with food water even electricity taking a second and going do I really need to rinse this plate before I put it in the dishwasher? Because that little bit of water is something that someone across the globe would die for. Yeah, right. Because we're so privileged. We really have to like watch our actions carefully because they make a really big impact to mm-hmm. people that aren't as privileged. And that's obviously something that is really hard to think about when you are privileged, which just makes it infinitely more difficult. Because... It, it's definitely unfortunate because I feel like the people that are less fortunate take more consideration almost into their actions because they know mm-hmm. what it's like. It's just really difficult as a human, uh, especially one that is so privileged to be like sympathetic and empathetic if you've never experienced it before. Like everyone for a day or a week should like, I don't know, be homeless or something. Like that sounds weird, but because like really it's hard for some people to understand mm-hmm. what it's like and actually make a change before unless they're like put into that situation yeah and I, I think even people who are very naturally empathetic who, right who are able to see that side of things yeah who can look at a, a water usage or electricity and go oh man i should be aware of this i still mm-hmm. think it's beneficial for those people to experience oh, that as well yeah because it's it's sort of like working out. Like you can be like, "Oh, I'm going to I'm going to work out every single day. I'm going to get buff. This month is going to be huge on my fitness goals." But then as soon as you have that day where you realize you don't have to work out, it instantaneously becomes easier to to skip a day. Oh, dude. Yeah, tell me about it. And <laughs> it does. And I think it's the same thing for for these situations as well. Yeah. Um where it's you are very conscientious. Conscientious. Wow. Conscientious. I can't say it. You're conscientious. <laughs> well, where you're very aware. Yes, that's of true. of the issues around you, and you're you're taking into account 
your I'll just keep using the water usage because yeah. that seems like a pretty pretty consistent example. Right. Um, like you're you're doing less laundry, you're doing larger loads, you're not pre-washing your dishes before you load them into the dishwasher. Yeah. You're turning off the water while you brush your teeth, like little things like that. But you're doing it because you know you should, not because you have to. And I think that's yeah. a pretty pretty big line because then once again as soon as you as soon as the day comes where it's like oh this is i don't need to do this or like i'm kind of getting tired of this then you stop and there's no negative effects on you yeah yeah human behavior is really weird with like knowing that you have to do something and knowing that you should like they're they're really similar things but they cause us to do completely opposite Mm -hmm. things like especially with homework so what I'm thinking, like procrastination. <laughs> yeah. Like I'll know that it, it ha- it's due soon, and I should do it, but I don't know. It's like the meme oh, I've seen. It's very oh, nice. Boy. Back to the meme. It's yes, you know me. Uh, it's like due tomorrow, like D U E due tomorrow, and it's I can't remember if it's like a Drake one or it's one of the ones like Drake where he's like nah, but then he's like yeah. So it's like due tomorrow, and it's like nah, but then it says due, due tomorrow, tomorrow with D O, and it's like yeah, because that's what. <laughs> I'm gonna do so yeah it's definitely unfortunate procrastination sorry go ahead no no yes I was just finishing my thought but you can do it I I would love to talk about procrastination a little more okay because that is something that I I too struggle with but a lot also I don't know I feel like my view of it is sort of different and I I want your opinion on it yes because I'm a pretty pretty diehard procrastinator (laughs) but i've started looking at it in sort of a different light since going to college it's no longer a oh my god why did i wait till the last minute yeah it's i mean it's still like stressful right but so much of my best work Mm. is made when you're under under pressure yeah that it's like i feel like if i take the time to especially writing essays i notice the most like if i write an intro paragraph and then write a body paragraph the next day another body paragraph the next day i go back and read it and i feel like i'm repeating there's, myself yeah it just and there's a line yeah there's no flow yeah and it's the same thing i'm, I'm an art major <laughs> so if i start a project and then walk away and come back it's sort of like where where was i where's my head different thoughts from your Mm -hmm. head it's just like it changes so much every day even like every hour Mm -hmm. it's it's hard yeah and it's so so for me yes i still think procrastination is bad in the sense that like waiting till the night before causes unneeded stress yeah but i always enjoy and feel like i produce better work if i do the assignment or piece in one sitting. Yeah, that's what I feel like too for most things, especially for writing, which is weird. But but most of the time, actually, I, I do like writing late. It's kind of you have to sort of like master the art of procrastination. Mm-hmm. You know, like if there are points where I wait like too long mm-hmm. to where it's stressful, but that pressure doesn't help me. Like it just makes it worse because mm-hmm. I it's just like time it's literally gone. And I think it depends on what you're procrastinating as well. It does. That's that's very true. But I, I do think, like, when you get it down, it's almost, like, a good thing. Uh, I do definitely do have mixed feelings about it, though, because I feel like if you do it over, you know, like, a couple days, so, like, don't procrastinate and, like, you space it out, like you said, some of these ideas get lost, 
Um, but it also kind of like, in a way, stresses you out each day. Like you have to do it and you don't want to. And it's kind of like, uh. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but at the same time, when I don't do it and procrastinate, I don't like necessarily have to worry about doing it, but it's still always in the back of my mind. Like I'm stressed about it like that. And I don't know if that's much better because that also sucks. Like when I procrastinate, I'm, I don't want to think about it. But I still am because I know that it needs to be done and, like, mm-hmm. my brain is recognizing and, that. And that sort of, like, constant reminder of, oh, God, like, what? why are you enjoying yourself? You should be working. Yeah. And that's yeah. that's that's a tough feeling to have. Right. And even oh, over right now, it's winter break for me at least. And it's, yeah. it's very difficult having this much free time. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Because it's... <laughs> I'll find myself doing something I'll enjoy. I'll be like painting a D&D miniature where it's like you have music going in the background and you're just like focusing on this thing for hours. But it's like right. instead of just getting sunken into it or that sunken sinks, instead of just yeah. sinking into it, it, I feel like I should be doing something else. Right. Even though there's nothing that's due, it's like I should be working out. Right. I should be doing a b or c to for for self-betterment for self-improvement but at what point do you draw that line of like enjoy it's finding the balance and i think our society struggles with this as well as finding the balance between uh enjoyment and like mental health and work and improvement (laughs) yeah it's hard to balance everything It, it really is difficult um and yeah i think like sometimes people want to do things to make them happy but then they're like oh but other people do this and like i should be doing this to mm-hmm. get better but like maybe the best thing to do is just like continue on doing your hobbies that you like because that makes you better because and you enjoy doing it so if it makes you happy mm-hmm. but i definitely know what you're talking about yeah sure. and, and <laughs> it, what, what you said reminded me of just like how how much people are influenced by what makes other people happy and then you I mean, yeah it's, it's basically exactly what you said people see someone doing something that is like oh my god they look so happy doing this i have to try this yeah it's like oh they're having so much fun partying with their friends i should go party that'll (laughs) be fun and it's like well no i mean you can like enjoy your own life your own hobbies and it might be completely different from this person's lifestyle Mm -hmm. and that's and that is okay that's okay yeah like i see people like on like even like some Instagram posts, like a, like a formula for success, like oh yeah, mm-hmm. do this, do this. It's like bro, success is so um, so relative, and like it's you give your own meaning to it in a way. Like obviously, there's different types of success, but like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's no one way to do it. No, you know? and I'm gonna really lean into you saying there's different types of success. Like right, for some people, success is monetary. It's once I have this amount of figures in my bank then i am successful yeah. but for other people it's truly i don't care if i live in a van if i'm happy yeah. then i'm successful and so it can be a combination of things yeah, too totally but off of that once again just as you said you cannot have a formula yeah. because everyone's different yeah and that and that needs to be okay and i don't okay. think that is right now we're gonna normalize it everybody <laughs> being unique is okay it's okay guys it's we, okay to cry it's it's okay to cry <laughs> it's okay to cry uh, and with that i think we will leave you guys for the day we will i hope you guys all have a good one we will see you in the next one awesome. thank you guys for listening